What's up, everyone? This is On Cue with your host, Kwane, y'all. We are back, ready, on every Wednesday to talk about topics that may have been addressed on the surface, but not enough detail. If you are new here, I thank you so much for choosing to listen to me today. If you are returning, thank you so much for returning. Be sure to like and subscribe on this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, so you'll be notified when another episode drops. Okay, first things first, I would like to say thank you to those of you who reached out to me regarding last the last episode where I shared my experience with fighting depression um, there were people that said that they was inspired by it, that they appreciate the transparency it helped them and so I want to say thank you and that it's encouraging because even though outside of all of this like I'm a transparent person I tell them myself I try to be honest with myself, with people, and with God especially. Um, it's not always easy. It's not always easy to tell telling yourself. It's not always easy to like put yourself out there, especially if you are someone who never did that anyway. Um, so I am encouraged to keep going. And so I do want to say thank you now. Now that we got that out the way, I wanted to talk about this whole purity culture thing. First of all, I didn't know it had a name. Um, I feel like I'm familiar with it because, you know, growing up in the church, you some way or some form has been exposed to it, depending on what kind of church you went to. Um, For those of you who don't know, basically, um, the purity culture is all about the do's and the don'ts when it comes to abstaining until marriage, which you should and should not do, um, and preparing for your husband or wife. Is it just, do they have it for men? Well, I'm, I'm just going to speak for a woman. Anyway, in my church, I feel like, if I can be honest, the church that I grew up in, um, I was just taught not to fornicate. I was just taught that it was a sin. Um, I was taught that um, you should wait for your husband. Um, you need to find a man that loves you for you. Um, you know, my pastor would break down what a real man was. Um, and that's just the gist of it. Um, I do feel like, you know, there, there's, there's, I don't want to say loopholes, but there's things that was missing in between, in my opinion, just reflecting back on it. Um, I feel like, you know, yeah, I don't believe in fornication. I don't believe in, um, doing that before marriage. Um, you know, I understand that I need to prepare to be a wife, but I feel like, okay, you're telling me I need to prepare to be a wife. You're telling me that I don't need to fornicate. You're telling me, um, you know, to be modest, you know, don't a man want a girl with this, that, and the third out, which I agree with. That's what I agree with. Um, you know, what you should and shouldn't do, but it's like, well, where's the why? What do I do? I feel like that part, um, from the ministry I was you know, brought up in, I felt like that part was missing. Like, okay, so I got what we necessarily are not supposed to do. Okay. Well, what do I do to prepare to be a wife? Like, how do I 
abstain because I don't know if people know it, but you know, women, I can't speak for men, but women as a woman, like, um, there's a particular time of the month, um, where you may experience certain hormones, um, because God created those to signal the body that it's time to make a baby and he wants you to enjoy it. So what do you do in those times where, you know, you chill it and then, you know, all of a sudden it's like, and you, if you're a woman, you know, I don't want to really get into all that because this is not the platform to do that. But, you know, I would be lying if I said like, you know, certain things be like going through your mind and stuff. And it's just like, um, well, what do you do in those moments? Now, again, I've learned things since I have grew in the Lord. Don't get me wrong. Um, but in a church setting, when it came to like teaching and counseling, I feel like, you know, we never really got down to the nitty gritty of like what to do when you're feeling this or what to do. And I mean, and when I say nitty gritty, of course they told us to pray about it. You know what I mean? But like, what else? Because I do, I've learned that um, there are other things that you would have to do to kind of like combat it. Like, for example, like me, I'm praying about it. I'm being honest about it. Um, But there's certain things I can't watch. There's certain songs I cannot listen to. Um, If I'm dating, you can't come up here. And I'm honest enough to tell because it's probably not even you. It's me. And um, that necessarily doesn't mean that there's a lust problem. Um, it, it could be part of our makeup because, again, we're made with certain hormones that that snap on, you know, certain times of the month. Now, I'm not going to say it happens every month for me, but it has happened and I'm not that um I'm not the girl who feels like you need to get creative. Nah, I ain't that girl. I don't do that. I don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um I'm all about a man and a woman, you know. And so yes but I say all of that to say that I just feel like that those gaps was like missing and you know even like dating and you know getting to know people vetting as they call it like I feel like you know maybe you know that's some of the gaps too that was kind of like missing and again this is not a blame game I'm just saying what my reality was I don't fault nobody because I do think at the end of the day, too, you know, your pastor can't do it all. Your church can't do it all. There are some things that you have to seek God for yourself and to find out for yourself. And I feel like, too, that's something that I've also found that helped me to realize what I can and cannot do. Another thing for me in abstaining and waiting um, for my husband is I can't be unequally yoked. Kwane can't. Now I can't speak for anybody else. I was asked before, like, well, Kwane, you know, you know, what if he not, you know, where you at? And I'm just like, I try to be like, cause I don't want to be that Christian that's like self-righteous and holy and thou and be like, you know, I don't want to think I'm better anybody, but like, 
I legit seen for myself why I can't even do that. I can't, I, I need someone because, and I, and I say that because God has shown me through an experience. I feel like I've been with people that, you know, they knew God, you know, they, they believed, you know what I mean? They wasn't an atheist or a Muslim or nothing like that, but it still led to me compromising myself, which explains why I wasn't always faithful in the abstinent process. And, um, another thing too, you just got to let God keep you too. Like you got to let God keep you and you got to listen to him and you got to learn. And I feel like I have learned that I first, I can't be unequally yoked. Like we both got to be on the same page when it comes to abstaining. I don't need nobody that's going to, you know, say that they are okay with me abstaining when they're not. And then you're going to try to do certain things to make me try to give in. And then it don't end up working out. I've been there, done that, got a gift card and I'm not interested. Um, so I had to learn that for myself. Like I cannot be unequally. That is a deal breaker for me. I can't be unequally yoked. I can't be with somebody that's like kind of a believer. No, you have to be sold out you have to be sold out I'm sold out you got to be sold out and we can't walk together unless we agree on that we got to be sold out because a man that is sold out to God is not even going to put me in certain positions to want to compromise that part and so that's a major thing that I had to learn and you know of course you know um what is it called vetting vetting different questions to ask different things to look out for and how to handle it um I think that kind of stuff comes with experience but I do again I do think that you know my church in particular you know I feel like those gaps were kind of missing like you know you're focused on the rules and regulations but like the how to's and the guide to like, I feel like those parts were like lightly touched, but wasn't like touched enough. And so I feel like just on the natural side with my parents, I wasn't prepared. And then when I go to church, I feel like I wasn't prepared too. again, not blaming nobody because at this point it's on me. I see what I didn't know. Okay, cool. But what, what are you going to do about it? So at this point, it's no one's fault because it's on me. Anything that I don't improve of, anything that I don't try to fix, anything that I don't go and get the counseling for or whatever I need to do to become a better person that the generation that's coming out of me may be different. That's on me. That's not on the church. That's not on my parents. So yeah, I just feel like, you know, there's some gaps that I felt like the church I grew up in kind of missed, um, as well as my parents have missed. But another thing that I learned is that, um, I won't say learned. The other thing that I'm just at right now, like, I am just trying to focus on my posture in the Lord. This month of October, like, I was telling my sister, I was telling my friend, like, I'm trying to focus on changing my posture in the Lord. Like I want to go to a place in him that I've never been to for been before. And I just feel like that once you seek his kingdom, once you seek his face, um, I feel like, um, it's a ripple effect. Um, I feel like once you establish your relationship with God, You'll, re- you'll establish a relationship with yourself and then it'll help you relate to others. And so that would 
ultimately leads you to who you need to be. And of course, you know, you're not going to be perfect. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be perfect when my husband finds me. But if you have the right partner, they're supposed to help you. Not saying they're supposed to do all the work, but iron is supposed to sharpen iron. And again, I'm getting somebody that's sold out just like I am. So, um, we ain't got no choice but to go up. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, you know, I just learned that seeking him, seeking God, being in his presence, understanding things. I feel like God would give you understanding, especially about things like this. He would give you understanding of the why, because you would think someone just to go back, you would think someone that, you know, may get aroused a certain time of the month as a woman, you would think that automatically, Oh Lord, she got hormones. Honey, you got the honey, she little fast. You know, you would think that, but that's not always the case. Like you have hormones and it took me to be like, okay, well, I don't feel like a sinner. Or feel like I'm dealing like with whoredom or or anything like that because I'm just randomly getting aroused. Like, you know, I will understand that, okay, God, you did make this. But for the time being, I'm asking you in those times, Lord, keep me. And when I say keep me, that includes my imaginations. That 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 don't necessarily mean keep me from out of somebody else's bed. Sometimes it's starting your mind too. Sometimes though is those imaginations and stuff, it start. And you gotta watch what you watch and what you listen to because that stuff plays a part in those imaginations. And then next thing you know, you entertaining somebody that you know you shouldn't. And then the next thing you know, you compromising. Then next thing you know, you gotta come right back. Cause you done so I learned like different things to help me guide through, you know, my abstinence and waiting on God, but the top first of all is me just staying in God's presence that's where I'm at for the month of October I've been trying to figure out what's been going on with me since you know the beginning of the year those of you who don't know I didn't go into details something happened and it kind of like shipwrecked me which led me to be going through with depression a little bit but um I've been seeking the Lord just on that just to try to figure out what's going on but I just you know, in seeking the Lord, I found myself just wanting to get closer. I don't think I'm close enough. I want to get a little closer. And sometimes you think, you know, you're somewhere and you're really not. Sometimes you do need to just go in a little further. I hope that makes sense. But I just feel like I just want to get close to God. I want, you know, and I told the Lord, like, you know, I want your Holy Spirit to influence my heart. I want to be chastised. I want your Holy Spirit to influence my will, my choices, my reasoning. Um, I want your Holy Spirit to speak to me. I want the dreams to come to show me what's going on. I want your spirit to lead me in what I pray that I don't pray amiss, but my prayers are fervent, fervent and effectual. I want to be righteous that my prayers may be fervent and effectual because the Bible says the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. I need my prayers to avail it much. I ain't got time to be playing. It's stuff going on around in this world. Again, it's subtle, but it's getting weird. And um, I'm 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 trying to get ready to go. I want to have my wedding garments on so he don't look at me. Those of you who know the story in the Bible, friend, where's your garments? But anyway, um, 
Oh, I'm full of jokes. Anyway, yes. Um, I just want to get closer to him. And I just feel like getting close with him would just usher what needs to come. It will lead me to what's to come. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? 32. Yeah, I want a husband. But with all these divorces and separations going on and, you know, I want my right person. I ain't got time to be going through all that. So whatever needs to be done on God's end, my end, I'm all right with it. Um, but in the process, you know, you know, I'm not just sitting underneath a rock. Um, I'm trying to get out there too. So it's just, just, but anyway, yeah, y'all, I just want to touch base on that a little bit. Um, my thoughts about the whole purity thing I'm aware that you know there's levels to it I feel like I experienced maybe a hint you know apparently there's deeper deeper things with it um I don't really know about totally but from what I read it's like some people be going like really hard on a purity thing and um it hasn't been working for people and so yeah, I just wanted to, you know, give my little spill on it. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, for watching, whichever one you're doing. If you're doing both, hey, um, be sure to well, wait. I want to do kind of a check in, too. Um, I honestly have been doing better regarding the whole um, depression thing. Um, I haven't been down for the past. I want to say since last Sunday, I posted the video um, the Wednesday before I went on vacation. That's why y'all didn't get an episode last week. My bad. But um, so the Sunday after the last episode, if that makes any sense, um, that's when I started feeling better. Um, it was a great day. And then what has helped me, um, I've been doing activities at work like this month. We got a 10 K a day for October. I made it up. Um, it is breast cancer awareness month. So, um, we decided to do a competition where we see who can do 10,000 steps a day um, for the whole month of October. We got prizes. We got incentives at the job. So that made me feel good to come up with that. And it's a couple of other things that we came up with, um, you know, just events, you know, in the office. You know what I mean? So, like I said, in my first episode of what my 20s taught me, like, you know, being creative, putting things together um, makes me happy. And I think that has helped me to be in a good mood. I've definitely left work to be like, and been like, today was a good day. Nothing exciting happened, but today, today's a good day. And I do think, you know, with me wanting to get closer to God, I'm in contact with God. So I feel like that has helped too. And I just been open and honest about my feelings and, you know, just throughout the day, um, I have been in the book of Job. I'm on chapter four where, you know, his friends is trying to talk to him, but he not really trying to hear it. But, you know, so I'm trying to read the word and, you know, just just all you can do is the best you can one day at a time. So, yeah, 
Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, share, okay, and subscribe to this podcast. Whether you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, whether you are looking at me on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. I appreciate it. This is on cue with your host, Kwane. I'm going to see you guys next week. Peace.